What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimenopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. Hey, sisters, welcome to this episode of the Period Whisperer podcast. It's Bria here, and I am really pumped to talk to you guys about something that I think is always the key to our success in anything in life. Uh, But I want to tailor it, of course, to where we are in life, which is in these perimenopause years and our 35 to 55 years. And that is simply how to stay consistent when you're in perimenopause, we, we, you know, we all have these goals. We all have these hopes. I mean, when I was little, it's not like I was dreaming and daydreaming about just feeling really good in my body when I got older, you know, I was dreaming about things I could accomplish and and places in the world I would travel and things I would do with my kids and the person I'd fall in love with. And, you know, that's what I was dreaming about, the impact that I could make and being happy and thriving, right? These are the things that we actually dream about. We don't think about the fact that when we reach a certain age, we need to better understand what's happening in our body so that we can do still and accomplish all these things. If you're like me and you are you are a mom, then you know that there's a chunk of your life in the beginning when kids are young where that requires a lot of energy, a lot of time, a lot of focus. And of course, those are really, really important years. But the idea is that you hit a stage, this you know midlife stage that we're in, and we can start to shift our focus as our kids become more independent into the parts of our life where we can we can begin to accomplish a lot of these things but if you are finding yourself like I was a few years ago you know running out of energy in your day feeling exhausted feeling weighed down bloated like not understanding why you feel badly in your body then it can be a pretty frustrating thing to to know you have these goals and dreams and finally maybe even have the the space and the capacity and the extra income to start to do these things at our age. But now you no longer have the energy or the health or you're held back. Something I don't think we talk enough about is the opportunity cost or the impact of feeling crummy in your body. And whether you have weight that you want to lose that's dragging you down because it's taking time for you to get dressed in the morning because you don't feel good in any of your clothes, or it's keeping you up at night because you're wondering why all your efforts aren't working, or it's hurting your heart and your confidence because you can't seem to figure out you know, how to make yourself feel better, or you're limited because you need to like 
caffeinate every day or drink wine every night or you're waking up all night because you're not sleeping well, whatever the reason is, if you don't feel well in your body, if you don't, if you're consumed at all by how you feel in it, it's it's holding you back from living your deepest, most fulfilled self. And often one of the questions I like to ask my clients is, you know, what is the perfect day for you? And in their response, we can find a lot of what the body is missing. You know, if what you want is to be sleeping in a little and resting by a beach, if, you know, if what you want is to not feel stressed out or anxious, if, if what you want is more you time, these are all key indicators of what you need more of in your life. But all that to say is here we are in this stage in our life. And for many of us, we do have, you know, as much as this is a very intense time, being that we're still raising children and maybe, you know, caring for parents in that sandwich generation, you know, still kind of building our careers. It's often that we reach our 40s and we do have this a little bit more wiggle room, again, a little bit more disposable income, a little bit more, you know, space, mental space and time to think, hey, What do I want for the next 40 years of my life? Uh, But if our energy is keeping us back, if how we feel is keeping us back from that, and that's not even to speak about if we, you know, have surgeries that we can't have done, you know, we're in pain because we need a surgery that we can't do because... um, because our, our, you know, we need to lose weight, for example, or, you know, our health is not where it should be. That's a whole other a whole other can of worms to open. But either way, we reach this age and one way or another, it is often that our body is beginning to feel like it's turning against us and holding us back. And that's really, you know, the ultimate difficult aspect of perimenopause that we're all in or why I know women come to me and certainly where I was. Just a few years ago, I was really, you know, finding myself exhausted from morning to noon tonight. And when you're constantly tired, constantly fighting that fatigue and then waking up wired in the middle of the night, not able to sleep through the night, it can it can be pretty hard on the heart and the soul. And I know a lot of you guys understand that. Even even just talking about it makes me feel emotional to be honest because I remember those days and feeling how dark they were. And when It's not that all of a sudden you balance your own hormones and everything, you know, is magically better. But if you can sleep through a night, if you can, you know, digest your food well, if your metabolism is moving nicely and you're not in discomfort all day long, life gets easier. You know, if you're not having to battle this imbalance in your body so intensely, life gets easier. So how do we begin to stay consistent? And I think this is really important because... A lot of the times when I'm working with my one-on-one clients, one of the most powerful things we see is that in the first month we work together, these are the indicators we're on the right path. Digestion starts moving nicely. There's no more bloating. The body isn't as inflamed anymore. Energy gets more consistent. Sleep improves. And that begins to build in the second month as we take a look at cycles and how to follow cycles and how to, you know, 
keep things really simple. A lot of our issue is is that we overcomplicate everything because there's so much information out there and we're trying to keep it simple and then be aware of what are the things that are trying to make us overcomplicate things. Like what's going on in our brain, you know, what's going on in our stress levels, what's going on in our life that is trying to pull us away and into these things that don't serve us any longer. But what we find is come the third month of creating these new habits, that's when the weight releases. So we need to start watching markers um, in other ways of how to how our body is on the right track. If we're always just looking at a scale or, you know, even just looking at ourselves in the mirror because we can be a bit skewed, then our then we can be we can pretty quickly get caught up in FOMO and wanting to try something else because we feel like what we're doing is not working. Some of the, the key indicators you want to follow to make sure you're on track are that your energy is consistent throughout the day, that you are able to sleep for the most part through the night. Maybe you wake up once, but you're able to fall back asleep, that you're waking up feeling rested, that you are have normal hunger cues throughout the day and that you're not hungry all day or having crazy cravings because those are indicators that your body is in a stressed out place. And again, I can't highlight this enough. If your body is in a stressed place, much like when you're trying to get pregnant, a stressed body will not do it. It knows it's not a safe time to do something like that. And it has to be busy doing other things, managing the stress to protect yourself. So the same goes for when we are in these perimenopause years, all of a sudden we don't have youth quite the same on our side and the body becomes very aware of the way it is inflamed or stressed out or frustrated. And those things drastically impact this hormone, you know, this natural um, this natural hormone imbalance that we have. And we, that can be very confusing for us because here we are, we're like, oh, well, I, I, you know, I must be feeling this way because of my hormones. And although perhaps, yes, it's your hormones being imbalanced that is making you feel this way, it should not impact you this drastically. You should still be able to release weight, have consistent energy, and for the most part, feel really good, or at least be aware that, hey, I'm in my luteal phase right now. You know, this is probably why I'm a little bit hungrier. I should add in some more carbohydrates, or, you know, maybe I need to rest a little bit more because of the caloric burn that's happening. Don't forget in our in the two weeks, you know, leading up to our period, that luteal phase, we're literally building another organ in our body, that endometrium layer. So our body does burn more calories in that part of our cycle. And that's often, again, if we're not fueling that and we're not aware of that and getting more sleep or getting more nourishment, it causes a greater stress gap in ourselves. So the entire path back to losing weight, to feeling better, has everything to do with reducing the stress load and the workload on our body. And I know I can't come into your home and reduce the stress load from your work or your life or your kids or whatever it is that's going on, but we can be fully in control of the inflammation that we're creating on ourselves. The bigger issue and the one I want to talk you guys through today is how do we stay consistent? And definitely the first way is to be become really aware 
that that is the answer. If you follow any, you know, female hormone specialist, they will talk a lot about missing progesterone and then too much estrogen and that stress burnout cycle and how critical it is to learn to be managing that stress. And it can seem a little intangible, right? It can seem a little frou-frou, like give me the steps to get there. And we have the steps for you, but we need to start to trust that process. I know for me, I used to, you know, go all in on a program, like a workout program and nutrition plan without understanding, you know, the other stresses in my life or without understanding the stress it was putting on my body and not accommodate for those things. Um, And when we do that, things get completely further out of whack. So I'm getting a little away from myself here. What I want to walk through is how do we stay consistent? And the first step in staying consistent is always going to be bringing awareness to what is going on in your body and that you do want to change it and that you should change it. So again, knowing that you should feel better than you do, understanding what is happening in your body, and then giving yourself that permission to show up for yourself every day and prioritize that. Don't forget that change requires energy. It requires a little bit of focus there. So when we think about that first step, how do we begin to do that? And for me, a a step that I always have found really, really helpful, again, is either finding community or having, you know, a plan, whether it's a book or something educational that's keeping me focused every day, 10 to 20 minutes on what it is I'm trying to accomplish. So waking up in the morning and listening to a podcast or an audio or checking into a community or so that helps me remember, okay, I should feel amazing. This is what's going on in my body. I believe that I can fix it. And here's how, right? Which brings me to that second step of how do we stay consistent? And that is by having a really clear strategy, right? And one that is not so much about food rules, but more about body boundaries. There's this, you know, idea of us going out and being like, I can't do this, I can do that. And we have these food rules for ourselves. I have to do these things. And that is very, very difficult. Rules are really designed, you know, um, to not be broken the same way. So when we, when we draw such a firm line and it's almost a rule is outside of us, it becomes challenging when life gets in the way for us to follow that rule at all times. Instead of setting up rules, we want to create a strategy or have a strategy that's really more around our body's boundaries, the boundaries that we set for the body and the health and the life that we want. Do you see the difference there? Saying I can't eat that food or I'm not going to eat that is a lot different than being like, my body deserves to feel amazing and I choose foods and I choose to follow this strategy because it reduces the stress in my body and helps me to feel more amazing. And, you know, and whether for you that's cutting back on caffeine, cutting back on sugar, you know, just making sure that you're having three regular meals, making sure you're not doing hard workouts during your, your menstrual phase, giving yourself extra time for rest, whatever that is in there, there is a clear strategy for women in their perimenopause years that is is somewhat cookie cutter for us to follow on how to get there. And then we we begin to 
we begin to tweak that as we go when we last, when we stay long enough, right? When we maintain consistent. So again, the first part of being consistent has everything to do with with giving yourself permission and creating awareness around hey I should feel different you know let's remember every single day that I should feel you know I should feel better that my body's a little different than it used to be and it's not a small man you know that I am I am a woman with a unique hormone rhythm and learning the education of yourself it's that consistent piece and step 2 of course, is that clear strategy of what actually nourishes our bodies at this phase in our life. And then we have step three, which is our perspective, right? Staying positive. It's learning to to look at this as, hey, I'm moving towards feeling my best self. I'm, you know, we know that aging is a challenging thing. It brings its own challenges, and we know heading into menopause is, is the same thing. So you can look at that like I'm climbing Mount Everest and you can look at Mount Everest and think, you know, oh my gosh, this is going to be a pain in the butt to climb. It's going to be so hard. I don't want to do it. You can feel, you know, you can wake up each day and drag your feet up that mountain or we can be surrounded by people who are of the mindset that like, oh my gosh, Look at how strong I'm going to get in this process. Look at how nourished my body is going to be on the journey. Look at how incredible I feel. Look at what I get to accomplish because I'm strong now. All of these things bring into perspective such an important part of what makes a journey up a mountain easy and beautiful and rewarding versus what makes it a total life and energy suck. And and the final step is, of course, having some really clear help because we all and a place to go. I find I procrastinate the most when I don't have an answer, when I don't know what to do, or I'm quite quick, quite quick to start looking at other options when I don't have a clear path. And this is where having some type of guide or coach or someone that you like to follow that has those answers that you can actually ask how to do those things. These four steps are the key to staying consistent. If we know that three months of consistency is going to allow your body to not only heal, not only give you back your life, not only give you back your libido, your patience, your passion and fulfillment and work, but allow you to sleep well through the night and then eventually release the weight that you don't need and heal that metabolism and heal and support those hormones. If we know that, all we got to do is find our way and get out of the way so that we're staying on that path. So how do we, you know, what is the best way to do that? And again, for me, it's always been finding a community and a strategy that helps me stay there, which is why I'm really, really excited to share with you the launch of the Perimenopause Posse. So for a couple years now, I've been coaching one-on-one. That's really how we can work together. Uh, but it, I only take on six to eight women at a time and they always get results. You know, when we follow through on our two months, it's an incredible thing to watch, to have people get their life back. Back. But it's it's not I'm not able to reach as many people and and some of you guys I know are are quite self starters and you're okay to go out there. So I've created this for the first time ever uh, a private community exclusive for women who are going through this phase in our life that marries this daily consistency of community of other women going through this piece uh, of our of phase in our life that gives you a clear formula and strategy with my P4 formula where you can walk through and understand how to do this for yourself along with 
a full library and index of extra training um, that I have done over the years for women struggling with this piece, troubleshooting, recipes, all of this love and support. And of course, weekly live coaching so that you can actually get your questions answered when you need it, which really pulls in that final support. And the whole thing provides this really great positive energy. So if you are someone who knows you want to start to focus on this, isn't ready for one-on-one coaching or, or hasn't been able to lock that down and create that time that you know you just need a clear strategy given to you and you need a community for support and a place to get your answers uh, your questions answered directly from me, I want to invite you to join us in the perimenopause posse. You can take a look at the information right now. I'll put that in, in the show notes here, but it's a way for, again, for you to one month at a time. It's a monthly membership. Should you want to cancel any time, you won't want to because we're going to have new guest speakers in there as well, offering more in-depth training on it. But if you've wanted to know specifically how I got here to the point where I was able to release my 15, 20 pounds, where I was able to finally get my life back and how I help my one-on-one clients and also get a chance for us to work together one-on-one, then this is the opportunity for you because we have that live coaching component. So swipe up in the show notes, check out the perimenopause posse. I'll be opening the doors February 1st. And now is the time to get started, get in there, message me if you have your questions. And just remember, the most important thing that I needed to hear was that you don't have to feel the way you are feeling. You should and can feel amazing. Your body can release weight in perimenopause and it doesn't require more of you. In actuality, it requires less. And that's the challenging part for all of us. So I'm going to leave you guys with that today. This is how we stay consistent. Remember, permission and daily focus, just a little bit, just 15 to 20 minutes a day uh, and a clear strategy, that beautiful positive perspective of where you're going and what your body deserves and why you're excited about feeling incredible. And of course, that live coaching component, that opportunity to get your questions answered. So swipe up, check out the details for the perimenopause posse. I'll look forward to seeing you in there. And if you are needing something right now, that you can listen to on your morning walks or on your evening walks or or while you're folding laundry or while you're driving to work or whatever it is that you're doing that's going to help you heal your hormones through your mindset piece that we always, you know, that you know, we can argue that strategy can only take us so far because if we can't follow that strategy because our mindset's getting us getting in the way, which I know is the issue for so many of us, then it won't matter how great that strategy is. So if you are needing something, I want to invite you to just take a snapshot of yourself listening to this podcast, rate and review it, rate and review it on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening to it. Send me a quick DM or an email that you did, and I will send you my hormone healing meditation series. It's a, it's a moving meditation series that will work on that mindset piece for you, body, mind, and soul, and is proven to help reduce hormone imbalance by 47%. All right, sisters, I can't wait to see you in there to work with you on this. If there's a specific topic, don't hesitate to reach out. Let's talk about it. Have a great day. 
you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.